Hey guys, I'm Vatla. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Sip and Venture podcast, where we dig into the different paths that people choose to go on in life. In today's episode, we have a really exciting guest, one of our good friends, Matt, who is a brand and lifestyle photographer and videographer, a go-getter, and a full-time adventurer. Matt's one of those people who is not afraid to reach out and make opportunities for himself, as well as get an adventure out of it by bringing his friends along. He does videography for weddings, and he works remotely for brands out in California and always gets himself a fun adventure out of it, such as getting a free ride in a helicopter or shooting for local brands that he met in Hawaii. We met Matt like a lot of our other friends through Instagram. When we saw his stories, the way he chooses to live life like every day is a new adventure, we just knew we had to become friends. Yeah, and so we're really excited for you guys to meet him and see how he chooses to sip an adventure. So hi, Matt. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me on this. Of course. We're thanks excited to have you. We're really excited to have you. So how's your quarantine been? What have you been up to? Um, just, you know, just a lot of walks. Um, I've walked the neighborhood probably 20 times in the past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, a, lot of, a lot of snack eating. Not really, not really too much going on, to be honest. What about you guys? Same. I've been at home Same. and I've been like yes. in and out like from Columbia meeting up with Ashley so I've been trying to limit yeah. my exposure to people. I think but... it's like the most we've been to the riverfront. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to. I need to go to the riverfront. I haven't been. I haven't done anything, but I'm like so excited for like when this finally ends. Like it's gonna be such a weird experience <clears throat> for everyone's like out doing things again. I feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna be like mm-hmm. a really cool time to be alive and just I know. going crazy with everyone. So mad! I saw you posted on your Instagram story that you're gonna have a party. <laughs> as soon as this Ooh, is all over party yeah he's yeah. gonna throw a party and then gonna invite it you're gonna invite everyone so yeah i'm holding Hired you on to dj that. and he's gonna play mask off by future that's the only song he's gonna play the whole time but it's still gonna be fun so you guys definitely should come yeah so if you guys ever <laughs> all want to come nice follow matt and we're gonna link, <laughs> <laughs> link the address <laughs> details no but going back so I wanted to like tell everyone how we even met because I feel like I feel like it's such an untraditional way back in the day back in the day like nobody was meeting through social media and now I feel like it's such become such a normal thing and I've met most of my friends yeah. through social media and like that's how actually we met we met you Matt so yeah. yeah for sure tell tell me what you remember of like everything how like we found each other on Instagram and how so, that all happened. Yeah, to be honest, like, I meet most of my friends on Instagram now. I feel like that's just the way to find people that you get along with the best. And mm-hmm. I think I I think you used to live in this apartment complex, and an advertisement came up on my page. And it was, like, I think it was your – it might have been both of y'all's pictures. On oh, like, my God, no way. <laughs> yeah, on the advertisement for this thing. And I was, like, oh, cool, like, people in Columbia who like to model and take photos. I'm a photographer, if you didn't know, so – anybody listening um so I followed him and I was like hey we should hang out or do a shoot sometime like he seemed like mm-hmm. a pretty chill person and I don't really remember like what went from there but we've been friends kind of ever since then yeah so what I remember I remember we were in Portugal yeah so Ashley and I were in Portugal and oh wait really that, yeah well I just remember we were in Portugal and I remember kind of after our whole traveling phase and we really struggled to find people that were kind of similar to us and enjoyed going on adventures and traveling here in USC. So, and then 
I've been following you for a while since, like, we've been DMing about, like, the whole photo shoot, and that was just kind of, like, that's it. Like, we should hang out sometime, take some pictures. And for some reason, your stories kept popping up on my thing, and usually, like, I don't look at everyone's stories. I usually look at just, like, the top people that, like, I follow. But your stories kept popping up, and I kept watching. And while I was in Portugal, I was like, wow, Matt, I think you were in Los Angeles with your friends Natalie and Luke and maybe Reagan. And you guys yeah. were shooting for something. I don't know what you guys were doing, but I just kind of looked at a few stories and I was like, wow, these people are so alike, so much alike to us. And I was like, they go to USC. That's crazy. And I've actually like known Natalie before, but I never knew that she was like super adventurous and travel. Like I knew that she lived in my hometown. So I remember like coming into like the bedroom or something. It was like nighttime <laughs> and I showed it to Ashley and I was like, Ashley, Look. She's like, we need to be friends with them. <laughs> I, I showed her. I was like, look at these people. I was like, look at all the stuff that they're doing. And I think you guys were like on your helicopter tour. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's when we were in LA and we were um, we were out shooting for this like helicopter company where the guy like it was one of those things where they take the doors off a helicopter and and fly you around. You stick your feet out and dangle mm-hmm. them over buildings. It was one of those things. And I remember. I do remember you now messaging us when we were in LA to hang out. And I remember telling her like, we need to hang out with her when, when we get back to um, Columbia because like, she seems chill. Like that's another like travel like-minded person who likes adventure and you guys just both seem fun. So it's just crazy uh, how you can find people like that on social media. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So as soon mm-hmm. as we got back and I was like, that's it. As soon as we get back from this, let's hang out with them and like, let's, continue having like those travel friends that we can travel to because you guys seemed like totally the people that we've been looking for so I remember getting back from Portugal and I think maybe like in the next few weeks we kept like I kept commenting back on your stories because I was like <laughs> we need to hang out with this person I like kept telling Ashley Ashley do you remember I kept telling I was like we need to hang out with this person yes and then yes. Matt was like all right we're having a bonfire do you get, or like we're gonna go shoot and or watch the stars or something and I was like oh my god yes like let's do it and you're like I'll come pick you guys up so of course like oh, what yeah, we I do best that was, we just uh, go, hop into strangers cars and drive <laughs> yeah that was my, uh, my car was in <laughs> the, the shop and I picked you guys up in my mom's Prius mm-hmm. and she got mad because I blew the speakers out because we were jamming the music so her speakers <laughs> still don't work right now <laughs> that, was yeah. a, that was a fun night though that was when you guys saw that that uh he, they, he saw like this fox in the woods yeah yes pulled over the car and we were all like taking photos of this fox for our instagram story and it was just a house cat and we we're like oh whoops <laughs> that's just like wow it's so beautiful so pretty <laughs> yeah so yeah I, that night honestly yeah. was so much fun like hanging out with you guys like matt was really kind to come pick us up all the way i don't know how far you drove you like drove like 30 minutes that to was our far. house and then we drove like an hour to his lake house and i was like wow this person just like doesn't even know us but it's picking us up and driving us to all these places so matt took us actually to his lake house Mm -hmm. and he also picked up or i think we picked up or we met up with like his two other friends luke and natalie and we all just went up to the lake house we had like did we eat half s'mores i think we had s'mores i had that marshmallow allergy so i didn't No, we made cookies (laughs) more Yeah, we made cookies, we played board games, and we just had such a good time. And we found out that all of Matt's friends are photographers, too, so... (laughs) Yeah, it really helps with uh, your Instagram when all your friends are photographers. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that was, like, such a fun night, and that's how, like, I feel like everything started. 
the whole thing. Yeah, that was definitely the beginning, and we've all definitely been on some like some fun, crazy adventures, uh, doing things ever since then. I'm, I'm glad we all met up that that mm-hmm. first night. It's only it's only gotten bigger from from there. <laughs> so how did it all start? Do you make most of your friends through social media, and how does that work? Is that because of your job? Do you think that's the reason? Um, yeah, I, I think I meet most of my friends through Instagram just because you can. Because, like, I'm a photographer, so I'm like, oh, I want to hang out with other photographers. Because, like, when I go on trips and things, um, I like to, if I'm spending all this money to go travel somewhere, I want to make sure that I get photos and videos of the places that I'm going to so I can, like, add that to my portfolio. So I feel like, oh, I'm spending all this money. Well, at least it's going towards building my portfolio and help me get further jobs. So if I'm going traveling with people that, like, don't like to take photos and don't like to take videos, mm-hmm. which that's fine if you don't, but... I just hate, like, mm. asking a friend who doesn't want to do that, like, hey, do you mind if I stop for, like, 10 minutes and, like, go shoot this over here? And they just want to go, right. like, hit all the restaurants and the bars yeah, and stuff. And it's just, sure. like, a different vibe. Mm-hmm. And I def- my right. friends in high school are definitely not photographers, and I still love all of them and hang out with them all the time. But business-wise right now, I'm trying to grow my business and my company and, and, and be better photographer. I think it's better to surround yourself with people who, who are kind of like-minded like you, you know what I mean? yeah and help you grow yeah you're right so how did it all start like your passion Um, for photography photography. like tell me Um, in high school or when when did it all start when I was little I've always wanted to be a photographer um but I never thought it would actually be a real job like when I was little it'd just be the National Geographic magazines I'd get and I was like (laughs) oh there's no way I could ever shoot for for anything (laughs) like this like it was just magazines basically is what what they were back in the day and now with social media like on the rise and, and everything that it is now, it's like there's so many photography jobs that are open. Like each business has their own Instagram page where they have photographers and videographers that they hire. So I think probably my freshman year of college, I quit my job waiting tables at a restaurant and I had mm-hmm. saved up enough money to buy a camera and a computer. Or no, actually my parents bought me a computer and I saved enough money to buy a camera. And I was like, I'm just going to try it for for a couple months and see if I can live off my savings and make enough money doing photography so I don't have to go back working waiting tables. And it worked out. Like, I ended up getting jobs, like, within the first couple weeks. That was, like, my whole month's paycheck as a waiter just doing photography jobs. And I was like, wow, this is insane. Like, I can't believe, like, this is happening. So what was your first paid gig? Um, My first paid gig was this T-shirt company called Anchor In. And I literally had no prior like brand work or anything so me getting this job was like so mm-hmm. random and I'm so thankful that Anchor In the company like gave me an opportunity to work for them so I basically went out and shot like a lifestyle video for them that they ran on their Instagram page to promote their clothes and that was like I got that the first week that I quit my job and I went and shot it out in Charleston and I got to bring friends with me so I picked a couple of my best friends we drove down to Charleston for like two days went kayaking, went played on the beach, did a bunch of stuff. And I was like, I just, that was one of the best feelings. Like, oh, I'm out here with my friends and this is my job now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to last, awesome. to be honest. I was like, this is like a, this is like a luck thing. I'm going to be waiting tables here in the next couple months. But luckily uh, I didn't have to go back to <laughs> waiting tables again. So do yeah. you, now how exactly did you like go about getting those jobs like do you just dm them on instagram or yeah so basically Mm -hmm. i would type up a message and it would be a pitch to a company like say i wanted to target clothing companies i would type up a message that pitched to a clothing company like hey i would love to go take your clothes 
put on models, get you a lifestyle video and some photos. And I, I would go into great detail on the message and say what all I included. I would send that message to say 40 or 50 Instagram pages that had like clothes for sale on their page. So like similar clothing companies I would, I would message on Instagram. I would also save their email from their most, most of these companies have their email on their page. So I'd save their email separately and I'd also yeah. shoot them an email saying I DM'd them, um, check my page out. And you send all these messages each night. I would say 10% of them reply to you and like 5% of them say yes. Like it's, you have to send a lot of messages to, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get that job. Like it's a lot of, it's a lot of contacting companies and just kind of shooting your shot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that shows how dedicated you are too, you know? Yeah. It was just fear so, of failing. I feel like I didn't want to have to go back to my job, my manager and ask like for a job back. But I feel like that's what a lot of people don't, but I feel like that's what a lot of people don't realize is that people think you just sit here and all these opportunities present there for you. And like, they're like, oh, well, I tried. I try to be a photographer and like, it just doesn't work out for me. But it, they don't see all the behind the scenes that you're out here, like reaching out like to so many people and so many companies and you're reaching out for those opportunities yourself. Therefore, you oh, get absolutely. those kind of opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like a lot of people yeah. don't realize that. Yeah, like right. people message me all the time. They're like, how do you how do you get a Hey, man, how do you get a brand deal or how do you get a job with a company? I'm like, like, you shouldn't have to ask that. Like, you should just figure it out on your own. Like, you, it's you just have to work hard and do it on your own. You have to just reach out to companies. I have a friend who, when he started out, he went into each individual store and like, hey, can I talk to the manager? Do you, are you guys looking to hire a photographer? And I respected that, like, to to go into, like, a store and just, like, cold talk to somebody. Like, that's, that's pretty impressive, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but do you feel like you have more confidence reaching out to people through Instagram and, like, emails rather than going in? Or do you feel like you're comfortable doing both now? As in the, you cut out the last part you said, as in the going into stores or whatever? Yeah, so, like, do you feel like being, doing that through Instagram and, like, reaching out to, like, those brands, is it, do you think it's easier to do it through Instagram and email versus, like, coming in and talking to them in person? Um, I, yeah, because you can hide behind your phone. Um, Absolutely. I've definitely, I'm definitely more confident now that I've, been actually doing this as a job so I can have like stuff to show um when I first started out like I said it was I didn't really have much so like I would just look like some kid walking in a store asking to get a job and I didn't really have much to show for it but now I feel like I would I would be more confident going in and talking to people just because I have something to show you know that's awesome yeah for sure so what have been some of your favorite things, like some of the opportunities that you've had through photography or through doing what you do? Um, you want to share some of the crazy things you've done? Because, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> I, I can just name a couple. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, honestly, probably one of my most recent things that I've done that I've really enjoyed is, well, growing up as a kid, I've always, like, I always wanted to do van life and go out west and live in a van and sleep on beaches and just wake up and drive. And me and my friend Reagan, <clears throat> we went out and shot for Cascade Adventures, which is a van company that we um were able to get a shoot with. And they basically let us take the van wherever we wanted. We got to go up to, like, Washington, down through Oregon. Um we went up to like the border of Canada. I forgot my, I didn't have a passport and we were going to get in with my birth certificate and they were letting me in, but then they were like, but we won't let you back in America without your passport. So like I would have been trapped (laughs) in Canada. So we decided not to do that. And, uh, but 
I don't know. There was, it was so surreal because here I am in this van that I've always wanted to be in a van for some reason. And I'm out there just <laughs> taking pictures for this company. And it was just like such a surreal moment. So that was one mean, of the most recent things. Yeah. And what else have you done? I know you've went to LA to shoot for helicopters. You've done like sailboat shoots. What have you done, Matt? <laughs> well, nothing in the past month or so because of quarantine, but <laughs> that's so true. true. <laughs> the key is, I think, so with the LA things, I just, my friend lives out in LA, so I would just book a flight and then I would message companies and be like, hey, I'm coming out to LA. Um, I'm already going to be there. So like, do you have anything you want me to shoot? And the helicopter guy, I told him I was going to be out there and I told him I'd have a few models. And if he was interested, I could make a video for him and a lot of the times that's how it works out. I usually plan a lot of the shoots all at once, like in bulk. And even when I went out to, to shoot the van company, like I had three other shoots that I was doing in the van. Like I was shooting for a skateboard company, a sunglass company, and like a jacket company all at the same time. So it's a lot of the times I do most of these shoots like on, on one trip where I try to like bulk everything in at once. Because mm-hmm. these trips are like I have to pay for my flights and, mm-hmm. and most of the time car rentals and it, it gets expensive. But right. I feel like it's also least, part of you like know, the you're adventure. Like utilizing so you get, like, you your get, time, you know? Yeah. You get both. You know, you get an adventure. Like, you fit in both. Like, you get an adventure because, like, you get to combine <laughs> two of your passions. Like, you work. You get to hang out with your friends and adventure and travel, which is awesome. And a lot of people don't realize that you can do, like, you can make your job whatever you want it to be, you know? If that's what you really enjoy doing, right. if you enjoy that and if you want to, it doesn't have to be, like, you know, you can merge your passions. Mm-hmm. exactly i feel like if you have a vision like anybody can go for it you just gotta have a determination you know yeah you just gotta be determined and keep going after it even if you keep failing just keep doing it. i failed so much and <laughs> you just gotta keep going after it exactly so do you have any advice for like anyone who do, who's like wants to do something like you wants to be a photographer um, travel if you're wanting to okay i would start out being a photographer before doing the travel part and that's that's what I did um, because so basically the traveling thing is like really hard to get those jobs and get paid for them. So I also shoot wedding videos and a lot mm-hmm. of the times in the beginning I was shooting wedding videos and taking that money and putting it to travel and then I would shoot what's called like spec work. So I'd go out on a, on a trip and I would shoot fake brands just to kind of show like what I could do. Like if a brand were to give me an opportunity to go to LA, I could be like, well, this is what I've already done out there or I could sh- I can show them videos that I've already made traveling um, versus um, trying to reach out and get a travel job when you when you've never even traveled before. So I think an important thing is to to try to to get jobs that are local to you. Like weddings are a great way to get into photography. Everyone gets married. Um, that those those jobs are very plentiful, especially where we live in South Carolina. Charleston's like one of the biggest um, wedding places. Even Justin in the world. Bieber got married in South Carolina. Yes. I know. I was trying True. to get that, that job. I messaged uh, the, wedding, <laughs> the wedding planner, but of course didn't get a response. No way. You do. See, that's what I'm talking about, guys. That would be guys. so cool. That's what I'm talking about. If you don't go out for the opportunity, you don't get it. So, like, even though Matt wasn't Justin Bieber's photographer, it doesn't mean he won't be, like, <laughs> Selena Gomez's wedding photographer. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, you just got to go for it. You just got to shoot your shots. That's crazy. <laughs> so, do you feel like most of your, like, revenue comes from videography for weddings and photography wait do you do videography or photography for weddings um i do both but i like doing 
video way better for weddings mm-hmm. um i do way more video mm-hmm. too and yeah that's most of my income doing the doing the weddings it's slowly starting to to kind of even out with brand work just because i've, I've gotten month-to-month contracts with um brands where some months I'll, i won't have any weddings and then some months i'll have like two brand contracts so it's kind of evening out now mm-hmm. gotcha how has co- the quarantine and the covid19 affected your jobs and oh it's affected you getting it out there pretty, pretty bad yeah um i've had i was supposed to have like six weddings in the past month and a half and they all of course got canceled because you can't have people at venues um luckily some of them did reschedule though um and that's one thing if if you when i first got into like shooting weddings and stuff i wouldn't have any contracts or anything i would just be like okay i'll shoot your wedding you can pay me the week of the wedding but mm-hmm. it's really important that you make a contract with a with the, with the person, and um, and you and you um want to get in that contract that there's like a deposit fee. So if something happens like this, I'm still getting some money from the wedding just because I had saved the date, um, for the wedding. So it's mm-hmm. really important to kind of like look into all the legal aspects before you just go out and start shooting people's weddings. Because I know I've had friends who have gotten into trouble or been sued for using music they shouldn't have used from for wedding videos there's a lot that goes into it and you have to do your wow. research on it wow yeah. so that's crazy did you have to learn it the hardware did you do the research or did you make some mistakes and then um i made some mistakes but like nothing too bad like it nothing. everything i never had any complaints never got sued or anything i would just maybe have a, a, a wedding video removed for a copyright claim and nothing would ever happen because uh, no one ever looked into like it was a business like I'm technically a business that's copywriting music and making money off somebody's song so you have to like mm-hmm. license these songs off the internet that you use for people's wedding videos wow yeah how do you find these um wedding jobs um, how do you even know these people are getting married <laughs> yeah so <laughs> a lot of people on Facebook will post stuff like hey does anybody know any wedding wedding videographers in the area and a lot of the times it's word of mouth. People will comment my name and tag me in the comments. And other websites I use, like Wedding Wire, where I'm an actual wedding venue venue that's, like, based in Charleston. And so mm-hmm. people, when they're getting married, they go on, on these websites like Wedding Wire or The Knot. And they'll look, for, they'll look for a venue and they'll look for a photographer and a videographer all on the same website. And so if you're already on that website, you're a lot more likely to get the job just because they're like, okay, I'll book everything on this website. This seems like a, a legit place to do it. And so most of my weddings do come from, like, a website like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you feel yeah. like a website or an Instagram portfolio is more important nowadays? Um, a website's more important for, um, for weddings, and an Instagram is, I think, more important for, like, brand work and stuff. I, I get most of my, my weddings mm-hmm. from Facebook and, and my website, and then I get, obviously, my brand deals from Instagram. That's awesome. I can see that. So where do you trying to go with... So what's next for you? I know we had a conversation about was, you going out to the out. West, possibly. Say? I said, what's next for you? Are you trying to... Like, future plans. Future plans. Are you trying to go... I know we had a conversation about you potentially going to the West and working for full time. I could totally see you in California. <laughs> I know. We all have always said that we've move, seen you... Move with us. <laughs> move to California with us. Are you guys moving there? Potentially. <laughs> Potentially? We hope so. <laughs> yeah. I would like to move out there. Um, I've looked into it, and 
I think for the next like year or two, I'm probably just going to stay at home and save my money and just mm-hmm. keep investing in gear and travel. Mm-hmm. And so when I, I don't, cause I, like I can make enough money to live out there right now, but it'd be barely. And I'm trying to like invest more in myself so I can have more, more camera gear and stuff. So like when I get out there, I can really hit the ground running. But are you, is that what your goal is, is to get, go out there to the West? I think or... it is, but at the same time, like, I kind of like just moving around, so I don't know. Ooh, maybe a van life. Maybe a van life. Ooh, yeah. Honestly, that would be the goal, <laughs> to live in a van, but shooting weddings out of a van, like, I don't even know if anybody would want to hire, like, some hippie living in a van to shoot their wedding. Yo, have you seen They don't it? have to know. Yeah, <laughs> actually, do you know, guys, do you guys, like, know that show, like, The Bachelor, where it's, like, um, what's that girl, like, um, the girl who's, like, living with that guy. Oh, I know they... who you're talking about. Um, shoot, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but the J. Caitlin, 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 Caitlin and, and this other guy. And um, she left Bachelor to go on a van life with him. I forget his and, name. And like explore around. And I feel like that's what you're gonna be like. You're gonna like you know find like whatever your girl. And unless <laughs> there's already one that we're not aware of, but and you're gonna probably go and get go buy a van and go travel and do those little shoots and yeah go skate Honestly, around with her. Honestly, that's the dream. That's the dream. And I've never Any watched The appli- Bachelor, but I've, mm-hmm. a lot of people keep telling me about that Matt. guy. Applications yeah. on Matt's Instagram. Go Hit me reach, up. Reach, reach out <laughs> at ManWeed. <laughs> Hit me up if you want to live in a van for the rest of your life with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. The life. And then another thing that I really wanted to talk about, Matt, which I don't know if you wanted to talk about, but I'm still going to bring it up. Is your secret talent, which is your rap career. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yes. Oh my so goodness. what a lot of you guys... So Matt is uh, a really talented photographer and a videographer, but he's also <laughs> secretly a rapper with the nickname Snowflake. Oh, man. And I think his singing skills I think we should play a song. Skills, oh, no. <gasps> that would be amazing. But we I'm saying his uh. singing skills are just as good as his... Like, he's good at everything. So I feel like his you know, rapping skills are just as good as his photography. So that might come, how is that going to be? Maybe, yeah, maybe I could shoot the wedding and then also like DJ the wedding at the same time. (laughs) DJ, you mean rap? Rap, DJ, I can do it all. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us about, a little bit about your rap career. Where did it all start? Because suddenly you just whipped out your tunes and you're like, oh, I made this song and I made this song for this brand. And I'm like, wow. So So in high school, I was kind of like a a jokester, I guess, and kind of like the class clown. And this is like around the time when SoundCloud rappers started popping up. So I just kind of became a SoundCloud rapper named Snowflake. And I would make songs for like the tennis team and just random things in high school. And I put, (laughs) in big letters on the back of my car, I put Snowflake. And so like everyone recognized my car. My dad installed, helped me install ice cream music in my car. We could flip a switch. And I would drive these neighborhoods, and like, these kids would no come way. run outside to my car. But anyway, so the snowflake on the back of my car, my dad ended up getting a call from, like, the cop at the school because he thought I was dealing cocaine. And he's trying <gasps> to explain to my dad <laughs> that, like, snowflake, snowflake meant, like, crack or something. And my dad was having to tell him, like, no. He didn't want to tell him that I was, like, a rapper. So he was just like, that's just his, like, funny little nickname. <laughs> and he's like, no, sir, I don't think you understand. Like, your son, I think he's dealing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> what how old were That's you so what funny. grade were you in oh this was like junior year of high school 
Oh my goodness. That's so funny. That's so great. So what songs yeah. have you written? Do you still do it? Is that like something that you do like also on the side as like your little passions no, or never. Or is it just for fun? <laughs> just for fun. Just for a joke, honestly. What do you mean what do you mean never? I've heard my, some my song was my last song you heard was called Moped Pimpin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> Me and Ashley jam to that song all the time. It's, it goes something like Moped we really do. Moped Pimpin. Hey. Right around. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alright, Matt. Come on. How does it go? Moped Moped Pimpin. We can insert it right oh, now. No. no, no, Matt can sing it right now. Go, Matt. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it. But I made that for like uh I made that for the Zap Moped company that was in Colombia, so I was trying to shoot a music video for them. So it was a joke, but it was also kind of like a serious job at the same time. <laughs> I feel like that's what people like, though, you know? like, And now you can yeah. put it on your portfolio just in case you decide to become a rapper. If, if uh, all I'll, else probably, fails, I'll probably leave it off. <laughs> if all else fails, Matt, you know you got yourself a strong rap career. There we go. <laughs> I just need some yeah, face very tats. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard some really good songs <laughs> um, that Matt's made. Like, Actually, I remember really well. It was that one time me and Matt hung out we, in, in the summer. We, we had, like, a photo shoot, and then we found out that I have poison ivy on my leg because I was like, look at all these bug bites that I have. Oh, speaking of that. But, yeah, I had all these bug bites on my leg. Matt and I were hanging out, like, doing a shoot, and Matt's like, that's poison ivy. And he's like, I love getting poison ivy. Like, what is your problem? What? It's Matt's the like, best. <laughs> Every time he gets poison ivy, now he texts me. He's like, I got poison ivy. Yeah. <laughs> So, he told me this trick. Do you want to tell him the trick, Matt? Yeah, so basically, you get poison ivy, don't scratch it. Just take, like, scalding hot water or take a blow dryer and just, like, burn your skin off. And it feels, like, amazing. <laughs> it's the best feeling mm. ever. And your skin stops itching for, like, four to six hours. And then you get to do it again. The and best it's, like, the best it, feeling. Yeah, it's the best feeling in the world. But then it's also the worst feeling in the world after, like, a second, you know? Oh, it feels like, so the second good. that it stops feeling good, it feels terrible. Like, it hurts so bad. <laughs> so it's up to you. <clears throat> so. Yeah, but if you're listening and you nice. have poison ivy, go go uh, burn your skin off and let us know how you feel. With a blow dryer. It actually feels amazing. I definitely recommend. But really anyways, does. where I was going with that is, like, that day that we hung out, that's when I found out that Matt's, like, really good at, like, rapping and singing because just in general, like, you're really good at picking up verses like we were driving he was like driving back home and we were just driving around we like put on ra random rap songs and he just randomly started like rapping and like saying he's like we're going on the train in the train. <laughs> 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 and it's really good and i'm just like how did you do it so matt how how can you how did you learn that or is it does it come naturally it's a natural talent. Um, I wouldn't consider it a talent at all. I would consider it uh, a, a disability at the, at the least. <laughs> That's not very, it's not very good, to be honest. And that is just trying to hype me up. <laughs> she just said, she just said, oh, he's so good. He, he rhymed about a train being in the lane. <laughs> like, it's like the widest thing I've ever Matt, heard. I'm just trying to help you out for the Instagram girls who are oh, going to reach right. out to you for the Van yeah, Life if, application. Come on. If any girls out there want to wanna hear me rap, I mean, I'm pretty good. I'm just trying to stay stay um, <laughs> level-headed over here. and I, I, I don't want to brag too much, you know? <laughs> so let us do it for you. <laughs> that is so funny. So funny. Well, Ashley, do you have any other questions about... <clears throat> is there anything else that you want to <laughs> share, see. Matt? Yeah, what do you want to tell us? Anything you want to tell... Something we didn't bring up. Listeners? Um, what do you guys? <laughs> what do you guys want to know? Let me think here. Well, I know you're really 
<clears throat> I know you're after quarantine. Like, what are your next steps after this is all over? Oh, okay. So I've been reaching out to wetsuit companies and water housing companies, and I'm trying to go shoot underwater stuff. So I'm thinking about going to like to like California, then Hawaii, and spending some time out there, just like working on underwater <gasps> photography. Water. And, wow. Oh, and there's this like there's this like um shark tour guide that I reached out to, and I'm trying to get him to take me out into the ocean my mom if my mom hears this she's gonna flip out but but um you can like go diving with sharks and i'm trying to go out there and take photos of these sharks i think it'd be pretty cool matt i didn't think about it you're right i didn't think about it you're graduating now yeah i'm done like it's over (laughs) so it's like a whole new world you don't have classes you don't have you're not required to stay in columbia anymore nope i'm gone (laughs) well then don't go explore and live like Every month, live in a different city, like live in Hawaii or something. That's that what I'm is trying so, to do. That is such a good idea because... Do it. You are? So, I wonder when this is all going to be over. Yeah, I can't wait for it to be over. And that's the thing, like, I want to buy my flights now that it's, like, cheap, but I don't know when to buy them for. And I'm worried, like, if this ends, if the... I don't know if the flight prices are going to, like, go back up really fast or it's going to be, like, a slow, gradual thing. I'm kind of, like... I'm kind of, like, weighing my options. Do I go and just buy a ticket to Hawaii? I feel like once everything... I feel like once everything opens up, everything's just going to, like... Skyrocket? Skyrocket. Yeah, so maybe we should start investing some trips now. (laughs) When do you guys think that's going to be... When do you think this will all be over? I think next month. I think it'll be over. I don't know. Next month? Wow, you're hopeful. I'm hopeful. (laughs) Me too. Hopefully this is all by next month. Could be wrong, I would totally buy a ticket for, like june i think june or july would be safe right maybe like end of july i was trying to buy a ticket next week guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you can still travel places you just really can't do anything yeah yeah you're right well that's awesome matt do you want to plug in everyone your socials where to follow you where to reach out to you if anything if they want to apply to be your girlfriend (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah uh, any companies and stuff any companies you hit me up M-A-N-W-E-A-T-H. That's Manweath on Instagram. Any van life ladies want to hit me up, it's the Manweath. That's my personal page. Slide in with a cheesy pickup line. We'll get things going. (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for taking your time and talking to us. Yes, it was great having you on here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. You guys are awesome. some great advice, and we're really excited to see what's next for you. Yes. Yeah, well, let's all hang out soon when this is over. Absolutely. Or when it's not yes, over and we, we just won't tell will. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> All right, thanks, Matt. That was so great catching up with him. Yes, I agree. You guys should definitely check out Matt's work and keep up with all of his adventures. You can find him on Instagram at Manweath. So it's at M-A-N-W-E-A-T-H or The Manweath, which is at T-H-E-M-A-N-W-E-A-T-H. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and we can't wait to be back with you guys again next Tuesday.